Marty in the Morning on RTE Lyric FM with Spry Finance. Keep living the life you love. There's never much to say between the moments of our games and repartee. There's never much to read between the lines of what we need and what we'll take. There's never much to talk about or say aloud, but say it anyway. And yesterdays and broken dreams that somehow slipped away. In books and magazines of how to be and what to see while you are being. Before and after photographs teach how to pass from reaching to believing. Between the lines of photographs I've seen the past It isn't pleasing So strike another match We'll have another cup of wine And dance until the evening's dead Too much song and time There's never much to talk about Or read between the lines of what we dream about When we're apart and no one looking on to say your mine between the lines um that is the that's title. the new version yeah it is yeah, this I is uh, so. that's where uh, and that, now I don't even have to introduce Janice Ian because she's oh, in front sorry, of me are we live? no of course we're live <laughs> welcome Janice it's lovely to see you <laughs> again hello Marty it's nice to see you we again we both had dark hair we did have dark hair and we had yeah. moments over the we years we did over yeah in oh, Barbados that years. night I'll, shh, don't tell them uh, don't tell them don't tell them I've retrieved everything no one knows anything <laughs> Um, it's lovely to see you again. It's lovely to be here, and uh, and and the fact that you're here for a celebration is is, uh, you know, yeah. people come for gigs. I know uh, we can we want to talk about that too, but you're here for celebration, and that's a lovely thing. I am. It's it's amazing, you know. And I, I am not to dwell on it, but I lost my ability to sing about 16 months ago. But who's counting? And uh, it was, a, and I had to cancel my entire tour. But I, yeah. the intention was always to end the tour in Dublin at the National Stadium because that was the first place I ever played in Dublin. And I was going to end there with a three to four night stand and then be done with touring on my own. And then when we had to cancel everything, I thought, oh, I'll never see Ireland again. And yeah. So this is incredible. Aoife Scott came up with the idea. Tradfest ran with it. It's apparently their fastest selling ticket ever. Doesn't surprise um, me. It's brilliant. Um, you can't sing at all. Well, I can in the shower if I don't mind listening to I it. I know, but we can't all queue up. <laughs> I know. How do we... I, I, I just never know where the notes will land or what oh, they'll sound Lord. like. This so. is COVID, isn't it? No, it's not COVID. We got through three months oh. on tour without COVID, but I got a mysterious virus that uh, caused what they call vocal scarring. And so what it means is that I've got a scar on one of my vocal cords. Sort of felt like my throat had exploded. Yeah. Um, and there's there's nothing to be done. So. Oh, how awful. 
Um, it's been it's been hard. It's been it, hard. But hard is to to lessen what it must have been for you. You must have just well, yeah, slightly I mean, fallen I, apart, as the fellow said. I slightly would be <clears> a, a a very optimistic way of looking at yeah, it. Yeah, I sort yeah. of went to bed for two months. Sure, sure. But I think um, you know it's a death, and yeah. I've sung since I remember since I was two. I sang, and then I learned to play, and then I learned to write. So it was always a tripod. Sure. And I always had that firm base to stand on. And then when one leg collapses, the whole thing goes over. Yes. So it's it's um it's still hard. It's still yeah. hard. Um Well well it, it's it's your instrument. It is and my instrument, is, exactly. That's what it is. And I'll never be as good a guitarist as I was a good singer, so <laughs> I know. But I I've know. got these nine amazing singers doing my songs. Yeah. Which is show. a wonderful thing. What's really amazing, Marty, um, because I asked all of them. I mean, it was my choice. Great. And every single one of them that I asked said yes. And that was amazing. I know some of them had to change tour plans. Uh, Mary Black had to change her vacation plans for her husband Joe's seven, uh, 70th celebration. They all changed their plans to be part of it. So it's testament to the song. You and Mary are good pals, aren't you? We are. Yeah. We are. I like to think so anyway. Uh, I'm mad about Mary Black. Oh, isn't she Isn't she best? wonderful? Her husband's a fine fella too. Yeah, Joe's um, great. Uh, no, he's, he's, just, uh, he's just fantastic. But you did a song at Lighthouse. Uh, I did, Lighthouse, for her album, yes. With, with the two of you. Yeah. And it's a beauty. It's a lovely song, yeah. It really is. And uh, I'm delighted she's going to be there. I am too. I, we yeah. just had dinner with her and Joe the other night and then I was at her house yesterday uh, rehearsing with her and Bill, her guitarist. Yeah. Bill Shanley, wonderful player. Great player. Oh, really yeah, wonderful yeah. player. But, you know, Mary's, when I think of Ireland, I, I wrote a song called Mary's Eyes after touring with Mary. And she's, I, I don't know if anybody else would agree, but Mary is what I think of when I think of Ireland because she's so open and yeah. so clear and so, at least to me, she's been very, very kind yeah. and very welcoming. And I always feel like if I ever had to run, uh, Mary and Joe would take me in. Yes, yeah, they're good people. They are good. They're people. very good people. Yeah. Um, let's have a listen. This is Lighthouse Light. This, this is a uh, Roy Kavanaugh. It is. Yeah, it's a great song. It's a great song. Lighthouse Light, keep on shining. Keep those ships from your shore. Lighthouse Light, keep on shining. Shine on to the one that I adore. There's a fair evil coming across the cold gray sea. There's a fair evil coming. Bring Keep on shining, 
Uh, there it is. Uh, it's a beautiful song, and uh, and I know about your relationship with Mary Black, and uh, and it doesn't surprise me um, in the slightest. Um, it is interesting. You have been. Uh, I have sat with you over the years at, on various occasions, and would you look what I found when I was at home? Oh my God! Yeah. Yeah, he's it's showing me a vinyl album where, night, where yeah. I was actually posed in skinny with dark hair. Look at you. Oh, my gosh. Look yeah. at you. Look at you. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is Night Rains, uh, which you signed. I couldn't sell it because you signed it, you see. So, oh, well, well indeed, done then. Indeed, that's why. And, uh, and I appreciate you not selling it. And look at this one. Look at you. Yeah. You were the cutest thing. I was. And, uh, and, and your, your cuteness remains. Look at that white suit. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, Looks so, like my Leo Sayer though. It is a Leo Sayer. I know. Sayer. Leo it's and fun. I worked together and we were both in white suits with this curly white, curly black hair. He was really hysterical. He is hysterical. Yeah, he's funny. Isn't he a, a bundle man. of energy? He is. He's an amazing character. Um, this, was a, this was a gorgeous album, the John Cena album. Thank you. Um, some people it was one of my great favourites on this. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, you came in to us uh, when I was on a radio station down the corridor, and you had you recorded a song with, uh, but it's a Georgia Marauder song. Oh, fly too high. Fly too high. I had the best time with that song. Uh, isn't that when I think about it? It's so different to what people would assume. I just desperately wanted to work with Giorgio. I wanted to work with Is Giorgio and Niall Rogers. Oh, right. And Niall wasn't Niles wasn't available. Um, and Giorgio was and. He, it was so funny to me as a songwriter because yeah. I had only written a song with Albert Hammond, so I thought Giorgio and I would sit down and write together, but instead he sent me this track with this little weird piano part that he said was the melody. So I wrote a lyric to it, and I went into the studio, and he hadn't told me that there was a second song I was supposed to write a lyric to. So the car driver handed me the second song, a cassette, and I wrote the lyrics on the way to the studio. This one? Uh, no, it no, was uh, Day right. by Day, right. the other, okay. the flip side. Yes, yes. And so I got to the studio and I ran through Fly Too High once because I needed to warm up. And he said, yeah. oh, good, good, goodbye. And I looked at him and I said, Giorgio, I was just warming up. And he said, oh, all right. And I said, can I do it again? And he said, yeah. And he has a very heavy German accent, which sure. I can't do. But yeah. he said, yeah. And I said, all right, I did it again. And he said, OK, good. You can go now. And I said, uh, all right. And I, I, as I was leaving, I said, Giorgio, what, what about art? Do you ever think about art? And he looked at me absolutely deadpan and he said, art. Once I did art. Now I make money. <laughs> I thought, all right, can't argue yeah. with that. Yeah. Well, of course, in some ways, he was the dance king of the time. He was the dance king. So maybe king. that was it. It was about the beat, the beauty. You know? Absolutely. And his work with Donna Summer was amazing. It was amazing. I mean, she was just amazing. Yeah. I lived down the street with her in, from her in L.A. And she was just an amazing singer. Taken very young. Yeah, very ill. Very um, ill. She and Minnie Ripperton both ran yeah, at the same time. She had a Two great little voices. voice of an angel, yeah, Minnie Ripperton. Yeah. Uh, but then equally, there's you in the middle of all this and all these people that you interacted with over the years and I know, with you. I know, it's amazing. like being Zelig. But it's quite, yes, it is. It is Woody Allen reference. But it is interesting, isn't it? When you think about, the people, I, I love the story about Hendrix. I think it's an amazing story. Uh, doing coke with Hendrix yeah. and then almost having to go or to not the hospital. Doing, steady, steady. No, no, not no. doing coke. Well, no, I tried it and turned out I was allergic. Did you? Uh, so, uh, yeah, what a so happy moment. Fell to the ground and I was so, uh, my heart was thumping out of my chest and we thought we were going to have to call the hospital, which no. we'd be arrested. I just, I am so stupidly clean. I mean, but that's good. It is good now. I just lost, too, I lost too many friends. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's, 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 it's a tough business. I don't know. It's a slippery slope. I've, I've known people who were um, like Ray Charles, you know, was a heroin addict all of his life yes. and maintained 
Uh, and Keith Richards is going to outlive all of us and still be around in the 3000s. How did that happen? I know. How does that happen? Yeah. But then um, if I look at Joplin or Hendrix um, yeah. and people people that I knew. Yeah, the tragedies of their um, lives. Yeah. Who, yeah. Who, who knows what they'd be doing now with their yeah. lives? So, oh God, I sound like a commercial. Sorry. No, you don't. No, it's 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 no harm. We have a little ta- a little taste of fly too high because it just takes me back to a different time. I know it's disco. As you say, disco. well, we had dark ka-dunk, hair, ka-dunk, the two of us, and we could have danced our way through the morning. Don't here we go. It's fly too high, Miss Ian and Mister Maroder. Somebody sent me a picture recently of George Moroder, and I look like him now. You do look a little that's, bit like that's, him. I'm morphing into but not George Moroder. Ger- but not as Germanic. Not as Germanic. No, no. Georgia no, looks I very German. Easily understood. Yes. But, but yes, yes, I've got there. I've got to where I need to be. Can I ask you a question? Because you're not now singing, um, but you still ha- you're still an artist. So does Janice Ian then say, okay, I have Between the Lines, I have The Light at the End of the Line, I have all these lovely songs, Jesse, Stars, all these beautiful songs over the years. Do you now go to poetry or something if you can't sing? Do you now express yourself in a different way or do you try to or do you want to? So the plan was always before COVID mm-hmm. that I was going to tour until I was 70 and then I was going to finish a novel I've been working on. Oh God, that sounds so A trite. novel? A novel, a young adult novel, and okay. I was going to write haiku, and then I do a thing on Facebook called Conversations with My Wife, which is semi-made-up conversations with my wife, Pat, who surnamed Patton, so she has a mouth on her. Oh, yes. I love That's you, right. you have a mouth on That's you. right. Does she march around the house from time to time? No, she doesn't march. Oh, she, thank she, God. she just sort of walks. Oh, like yeah. the general. Yes, like the general, oh, exactly. That's right, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I had a bunch of projects, and I still do, but I, but I'll be honest, it's it's... It's been um, a recovery time. Yeah. So, and I gave myself a year. I said I, I give myself a year to not worry about it, not think about it, and try to just get over it and and understand. And I'm just now at the point where I've started picking up a guitar um, again and picking up the piano again and starting to write again. So I don't know what I'll be doing. I don't know. Um, I don't know, but, I, but I am a, I'm still a writer. Well, this is what I'm, yeah. Yeah, so a writer songs, is a writer. Correct. So the songs could go to other people or they could Absolutely. become poems. Absolutely. I'm just about to start a new publishing venture with a major company and um, we're talking about who will sing which songs. But, you know, you and yeah. we, t- we touched on this in, God, when did we meet? 81? 80, 80. Oh, good Lord, your memory. 
No, I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm, I'm flailing I'm, here. No, you're not flailing. I you're think pl- it was you're pl- actually putting your finger on something here. So I think we talked then about whether I liked it when other people did my songs. Yes. And to me... How do you remember that? I started as a songwriter, not as a singer. So it's a privilege when someone else sings my song. I don't care if they're famous or not. Sure. It, it could be in the local pub. Yes. But when somebody else sings your song, it means that it meant enough to them that they took it into their heart yes. and they made it their own. Yeah. And that's a huge compliment. That, that I hit the universal, yes. which is what I've always strived for, and that someone else, a Mary Black, who immediately said, can I sing Jesse? Yeah. You know, or, or uh, a Maraid Nuini. I think I said that right. That's very um, good. Thank you. It's a lot working, better in your German. Been working on it. Thank Ooh, you. No. Much better. <laughs> um, but Maraid said, can I sing the light at the end of the line? And I oh, thought, well, you have, you have the gravitas to sing that song. Yes. It's a privilege to hear your words on someone else's lips and realize sure. how much they mean to them. <laughs> the last time I played in Dublin, I had an experience I've never had anywhere. I was playing, I think, the Olympia maybe the stadium, and when I sang at 17, the whole audience sang it back in harmony. I've never had that happen in my life. It never. It was extraordinary. So in those moments, you, I think to myself, these songs have transcended me yeah. and transcended my time and given people so much. But you see... The lyric of that song particularly, lots of others too. Jesse, I think, is a wonderful song, by the Thank way. Can I just, you know, and stars. Hello, you uh, can yeah. tell me how fabulous I am. I'm just, I'm I'll just sit here and rattle off names. That's far, but marvelous. it's true. But it's true. But at 17, related to so many people, men and women, boys and girls, yes, not absolutely. just girls. And because it was, it was so personal. I, it, the Irish are very good at listening to lyrics. We like yes. lyrics. Yes. And it's why people like you and people like James Taylor and a whole bunch more have an audience here that's solid, that you can sell out a gig, do you know? Yeah. Because we, we get it and we listen. So therefore, and people knew the words as they came. Bruce Springsteen can't stop playing here and people sing along after three hours still. Bruce. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I think that's where, uh, when you go back to it 17 and all the rest, that's where it is, that it related to people and they took it back and that night they gave it back to you in spades. I think that's what it is. Yeah, I think it is they too. knew it and it had a resonance at the time yes. when it came out. And it, and it affected people greatly. And it still does. It's fantastic. But it's still I, I had about an email real people. Yeah. yesterday from somebody in Cork saying that he his two younger daughters were going through his record collection. They're 15, I think. And he gave them at 17, and they both wanted to know how I knew their lives and had he shown them. But had he shown me their journals. Yeah. But did you not have friends who would have suffered, if you will call it suffering, or would have gone through the same things? Yes. Yeah, and, of and me. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it, as, as I've never, it was never turned into a movie, he said, linking it to something else. Uh, it had never turned into a movie because I walked away from the deal. But there was a talk. Oh, God, yeah. There was a million dollar deal in 78. With, Go away. Uh, Ray Stark. And, um, and I walked away. Yeah, you because, walked away. Yeah, they were going to have the girl at the end. She got a guy. Her skin cleared up and everything was fine. Oh, right. Okay. And I said, that's not how life works. Right. <laughs> you yeah. Miraculously wake up one day and everything is all right. So it had to have a smiley face at the end. Yeah. And, it and that, yeah and I that, wasn't having it. No. Good Lord. Um, you, you talk about film. Janice Ian, The Art of Song. Yeah, I think they're retitling it um, Breaking Silence, actually. Well, there's no point in me calling it the art of song, then. No. So, so, 
<laughs> Again, I've been handed no the wrong information. No even talking about it. <laughs> oh, let's not bother. Um, so talk to me about this. What's, um, what's this movie? So there, there have been a couple of directors who've come at me and said, we'd like to do your life story, starting when I was 16. Okay. And I, you know, and I, I, <laughs> the I, happy year. Yeah, so I gave that the amount of attention it deserved. <laughs> and then I wrote an autobiography that, I, with, in all humility, won a Grammy for the audiobook sure. and did very well and is still in print, astonishingly. And so I was approached by several people to do a film of my life and work. And I kept saying I want it to be about the work and the times, not just my life, because my life is not that interesting. It's the times that I came up in are interesting and the impact the times had on the work. So then this director, Varda Barkar, approached me and I said, show me an example of what, what sort of thing you're thinking of. Bless her heart, she, she came up with just a five or six minute thing. And I looked at it and uh, my business people looked at it, my wife looked at it, and we all went, wow, that's impressive. But then it was COVID. So the shoot, yes. instead of taking like six months and ending in Ireland, which was the original plan for my last concerts, like the last waltz, yes, yeah. um, we ended at Berea College where I've left my archives. And with the loss of my voice, I assume she has that in there. I haven't seen it yet. And what she's done now, she spent the last two or two and a half years of her life working just on this one project, is put it together in rough form. And the Irish Film Institute invited her to show it here as a work in progress. So Tradfest and they got together and found a date, and they're showing it. Uh, it'll be the first time that I and my wife and friends have seen it. So, you're, so you've never seen it? I've, saw, I've seen bits and pieces sure. because yeah. I had the right to ask for corrections if something was factually wrong. Okay. But otherwise, no, it's her film. It's her film. It's, it's not a puff quite, piece. With respect, that's quite a leap to it's, allow... It's a gigantic leap. To allow <laughs> that to go out there. I know, we'll see, we'll yeah. see. We're yes. all at the premiere and Janicean is in the room, so be very careful. Yes, don't look at Do me. You, you oh, know what I mean? It's going to be very weird. It's yeah. weird enough to see yourself on television, but seeing yourself on film is going to be is weird. And is, is there somebody playing you or is there other footage? Is it just footage of you? What, uh, what from, from, what I, from the bits I've seen, mm. most of it is footage of me and then there are a few things from when I was very young. Yeah. Um, like the 15, 16, sure. that are someone playing me from the back. But I don't know how much they've kept of it. Okay. But it's all my music. It's, it's all me, your, it's yeah. me singing. Sure. Except I've just heard, and I don't know how correct this is, that Betty Levette is recording my song Stars to end the film. Okay. So that would be pretty interesting. That would be nice. Um, Jersey, what is it about Jersey and all these great singer-songwriters? Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? It's funny. Yeah, all yeah. these all these greats that have come from Jersey. It's just there's something about New Jersey. I think there's something about growing up in a place that <laughs> you always want to get out of. That and looked you, across the yeah, river. Yeah, looked across the river yeah. in New York, and yeah. that was the goal. But if you think about it, Bon Jovi, Bruce um, Springsteen, myself, Dionne Warwick, um, Tom Waits, uh, Tom Waits. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, Queen Latifah. Yes. Um. um Whoopi Goldberg lives there now. I can't remember. I don't think she's from Jersey. But there's something about being from New Jersey. Yeah. You have, um, it's not a chip on your shoulder. No. It's points to prove. Yeah. You have to prove yourself. The big city's over there. I'm going to. I'm going to prove myself worthy. If I can make it there, I can make it anywhere. Yeah. All that carry on. And then you go yeah. to New York and then a lot of the time after a while in New York, you go, I really miss Jersey. Of course you do. And so like Bruce moved back and John Bon Jovi That's right. moved back. A lot of people moved back. Um, I wound up in Florida because it's warm. 
Yeah. Jersey's cold. No, that's perfectly fine. And if you're, if you're living with General Patton, you do what you're told that's half right. the time. I accept that. Uh, now, listen, before we go any further, um, we have to play at 17 because we have to play at 17. Thank you. Uh, does, it, does it still give you pleasure? Oh, is God, how I yeah. would put it because yes. um, it's the calling card. But it, does it still give you pleasure after yes. all these years? Um, I, can, I, you can, can be that little girl again, I wonder. Can you imagine... I wrote it when I was 24, I think. Yeah. So 34, 44, 54, 64. So it's 48 years ago. Yeah. And people are still getting something from it. Yeah. I mean, I have a job. It's like your job. We have a job that doesn't hurt anybody. That's right. That just gives them joy. That's right. And most people have jobs they don't like. And a lot of people have jobs that cause some sort of harm. You know, if you're a banker, no matter how well-intentioned you are, sooner or later there's harm done to somebody. In our jobs... Nobody gets hurt. That's right. And we give them a safe place to feel things that they wouldn't otherwise be able to feel on their own. So people can trade at 17 and say, this is how I feel. And if somebody else likes that song, then they know that person understands. That's an immense privilege. Yeah. Immense. Also, at 17, the story has never changed. No. It's still there. It's unfortunate, but it is still there. It is still there. That story continues. Across cultures. Janice, it's been a real pleasure. I've loved having you again. Why do we need to do this again. another Well, I see you in Barbados. Yeah. Be, again, at that same yeah. hotel. I think that hotel's gone. Is it? Well, Surely it, there's a holiday. All we, need is your, all we need is your address in Florida. <laughs> we'll be there. Um, Janice, keep the faith. Uh, congratulations on everything. Thank you very much. Uh, just to let everybody know that uh, the uh, Between the Lines and uh, The, the Light at the, the End, end of, the of the Line, both of them are available uh, at the National Stadium, which is this coming Sunday, uh, the 28th. It's going to be a great night, a life between the lines for Tradfest. Janice Ian, it's nothing but a pleasure every time I meet you. You're a joy. Absolutely. Keep well and um, and bring out bring out the book of poetry or something. Just keep that that because fr- it's all fires going. it's all in there, isn't it? Yeah. Because it is all in there anyway. Yeah. Thanks, keep Freddie. Well. Thanks for your faith. My pleasure. I learned the truth at seventeen that love was meant for beauty queens in high school girls with clear skin smiles. Who married young and then retired The Valentines I never knew The Friday night charades of youth Were spent on one more beautiful At seventeen I learned the truth And those of us with Faces lacking in the social graces, desperately remained at home, inventing lovers on the phone who called to say, Come dance with me, and murmured vague obscenities. It isn't all it seems, it's 17. A brown name I never could pronounce said pity please the ones who serve they only get what they deserve in the rich relation hometown queen marries into what she needs with a guarantee Remember
Ugly girls like me at seventeen. 